You're listening to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest joining us, coach, leader, grandpa, dad, husband, Mayor Jim Heinitz. Jim, welcome to the Love Your Neighbor Podcast. Jim, tell us a little bit about how you came to live in Brandon. Yeah, John, we moved to Brandon in 1978. I had... uh, lived in Sioux Falls, was uh, assistant football coach at Sioux Falls College, and my wife and I, Becky and I were the head residents of a dorm, and uh, I, I did that and uh, then taught at Sioux Falls, Washington, and st- still lived in the dorm as dorm parents, and uh, in 1977, I uh, was offered the head football coaching job in Rapid City at Rapid City Stevens, so we, we'd moved to Rapid. We had two little kids. Um, Adam was one and Stacy was three. And uh, in the summers, I had worked for a friend of mine in the mobile home business. And uh, in 1978, so I'd only been in Rapid one year, uh, I was offered a job. He had just opened his first furniture store called Unclaimed Freight, and he was still in the mobile home business. And he asked me to come back to Sioux Falls and run the mobile home business. And uh, I think I was head football coach, assistant basketball coach, assistant track coach, teaching biology for about $12,000. And I think he offered me about twenty. And I thought, oh, boy, this is too good a deal to pass up. So I moved back to uh, Sioux Falls. And he was in the process of building a home. He was also in the home building business. And he was building a home in Brandon. Hmm. And it was a very small, really, community in 78. And it was a, it was a house, a split foyer house right next to Pioneer Park. Uh, back in those days, there was not any of the park equipment. There was a softball diamond, and there was an ice skating rink. And we thought, ah, kids can skate and play softball. And so we did. We moved in and uh, lived at uh, uh, on Sylvan Circle uh, for about 22 years. And then <clears throat> in 2000, moved out on Country Club Avenue. Um, I, the reason we first chose Brandon is I... My, uh, the dealership was I was running was on Cliff Avenue, oh, sure. and it was a close, quick drive, and, and uh, uh, it was convenient. And we'd we'd heard a lot about uh, you know it's a good community. It was a small community. I don't even know. I think probably twenty five hundred, three thousand yeah. people. And uh, we'd gone to church at Brandon Lutheran, liked the church, liked the pastor, and we just decided, yeah, that's that's going to be a good spot. It's interesting, you know, when I moved to Brandon in two thousand fifteen. I found out for the first time that Brandon had only been incorporated as a city in 1974. Yeah, that's right. So, and so at that time, you're talking about a town that's only four years old. It was. And, you know, the thing that struck us is there was there was nothing there. There was really no business yeah. district. And uh, they had a little grocery store uh, where the pizza ranch is now. And there was a Dairy Queen in that building. Uh, one of the Doppenbergs owned that whole strip area where the furniture store is now and all that. But that was really about it, and of course the, um, uh, the the grade school was the old old school, and then the school high school was not certainly the size it is now, but it was very very small, and uh, our kids weren't in school yet, so I guess the school didn't necessarily play into the equation that much. But uh, 
it played into the equation as time went on, as our kids got into school and we realized what a great school it was. Because I, at, by that time, I'd, I left the business world for a bit and had gone to Augie to coach football in uh, 1981. And, uh, you know, it was a bit of a commute, but uh, now the kids were in school and they you know, liked it. And we just felt like, ah, uh, it's not a bad drive. And sometimes, as you know, in coaching, that you can have some tough days. And sometimes that 20, 25-minute drive home was just about enough to go from Jim Hines' football coach to Jim Hines' dad or husband and, uh, and get get some of that out of the way before you got home. And and uh, so we we uh, ended up staying. Our, our uh, th- eventually three kids all went through all of Brandon uh, Elementary and, and high school. Were involved in activities and sports and music and all of the different things. And it was really truly a blessing to have them experience a great, great uh, group of friends and teachers and administrators. Uh, I have a great deal of respect for the school system. I actually served on the school board for about seven years and uh, during George Golson uh, term. And just a great experience with him and uh, Paul Lundberg, uh, Randy Marceau, Brad Thorson, Dan Ponch, all that crew of administrators, Greg Talcott. That just... Um, a great group of people that that had great leadership, got it, and uh, great experience from a school standpoint. So we ended up <clears throat> moving out to uh, east of the golf course in 2000, and, and we're still there. Yeah. So going on 44 years. Yeah. And, and Mrs. Hyatt, she taught, she taught in Brandon for she a did. number of years. Yeah. She taught in Sioux Falls for uh, 20 and then taught in Brandon for nine years. Okay. Um, we blazed the trail of being on the school board and still getting hired to be a teacher. Uh, it was a little tricky, and, but uh, she was a great teacher, and uh, she mm-hmm. enjoyed her time. She got a chance to, to teach at the Brown Elementary and then the, uh, moved out to the new Robert Bennis School when it was uh, was started. I uh, Noah, no, Cody Fitz told me, I mean, she's told me through the years, other other teachers have told me the role that she played mentoring younger teachers that have been teachers in Brandon now. Yeah, I've been very blessed. I've known Becky since, I think, uh, Becky has a twin brother, and uh, it was uh, Heinitz, Hutzler, Hutzler in in second grade, and pretty soon Heinitz was moved in between the two Hutzler twins. Uh, Pretty much she was telling him what to do, so I kind of moderated for him. So he and I were best friends in high school, and and Becky and I have known each other a long time, been married to... 51 years this is coming in this year. A fascinating, just a fascinating lady. I, I remember I was sitting in a, sitting in a presentation that uh, Mr. Christensen was putting on about the uh, Holocaust mm-hmm. at high school a number of years ago, and Becky and I sat together. and She just fascinated, you know, with, with learning, continuing to, you know, just grow and learn. I was, I was amazed. Like, well, I know why I'm here, but, you know, she was just... <laughs> why, why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she was a great teacher. Uh, she, you know, I think in anything you do, you know, you, you may not be the smartest person in the room, but if you're the person in the room that cares the most, you're going to be good at what you do. And uh, I know this, there was no teacher that cared more than she did. And uh, uh, it's been fun over the years as uh, these kids, she'll be someplace and they still remember her. And uh Uh, Lisa Marceau was telling me that uh, 
their daughter had gotten engaged, and she still said that Becky Heinitz was her favorite teacher, so be sure and tell her that uh, yeah. that uh, that she's gotten engaged. So it's it's uh, yeah, we've we had a house that uh, education meant something. Kids knew that, and uh, all of uh, all did well in school and went on college. Those types of things. I see now a lot of people know you as you know as coach, you know the face of unclaimed freight furniture. Like I mean, you have all these different roles <laughs> in, in your life. But but I got to meet you. I mean, the first way that I got to meet you was like, uh, you know, World Series of Cribbage champion. Mm, yes, people don't realize John how good I was at cribbage. But uh, well, I'm he- I'm here to rectify that today. <laughs> uh, I can still remember we that old that old coach's locker room and, and when when any when you drop that card. Right in the trap, <laughs> and he dropped. He dropped that thirty-one for two on him. Uh, yeah, yeah. We had some fun. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, been blessed with different uh, roles in life, and uh, you know, I've enjoyed them all. There hasn't been anything that I've done that I haven't appreciated and grown to be passionate about. I enjoyed being a high school teacher and coach. I truthfully believe that. Uh, high school coaching is is one of the great uh, avenues in life to influence people, and probably had the most fun coaching in high school. It it a uh, little less pressure, and uh, you didn't have to recruit as much. You still recruited the halls to get guys to come out, but uh, that was a great experience. Uh, went on to Augie, and uh, I truthfully, uh, Augie was was really something I needed at the time. Uh, it was a great influence on on my life. Uh, the Christian uh, atmosphere was was important. I had a chance to meet uh, some some coaches. I had a, an assistant coach that really was very inf- influential in my life. A couple of those, I mean, uh, all were, but especially from a spiritual standpoint, uh, Bob Bozade and Brad Pohl were a couple of. Christian guys that really made an impact on me, and I appreciate that a great deal. Uh, you know, I, I just had so many good assistant coaches. Uh, yourself, Brad Salem, uh, Steve Lukens, Mike Friedel, Dan Friedel. Uh, you know, you start naming names. Don Pearson, who's a Brandon Knight, uh, was was just a... So the, the, the Heinz coaching trees fall gets, deep, it, deep. Yeah, you, you still see a few. Mike Mike Aldridge still coaching huh? up at uh, Brad L- Salem. L- Ludwig, yeah, coaching in the Rose yeah. Bowl. Yeah, there's there's a there's a ton of them. You know, Denny Muller was uh, an yeah. assistant of mine, and and uh, and I had you know so I. I would say that that those were some great years. I went into business uh, with Mr. Bill Hinks again uh, about midway midway through my Augie tenure, and uh, we restarted the mobile home business that he'd had. We started it up again. It's still going. Uh, He and I sold out about 15, 20 years ago now, but the guy we sold to is still running it. And then uh, I went back to Augie and got another seven, eight years in and and then did go into business with uh, Bill in the Furniture Mart USA Corporation. Uh, what a great experience. Uh, I spent my last uh, almost 16, well, a little over 16 years in, in that capacity. I went as director of sales. I didn't really know what I was going to do, but he wanted to grow. We had 15 stores when I started in, in late 2004, uh, early 2005. And uh, when I left, uh, 
about a year ago right now, I, I, I retired in, in January of, of 2021. We had uh, 49 stores, so we went from 15 to 49, and, and uh, <laughs> it was a crazy, crazy time. I was working harder and traveling a lot. I was sales director from 05 to 2008, became the CEO of the company in 2008, so very rewarding, uh, very appreciative of, of Bill Hinks and, and, and the influence. But I enjoyed business, too, and uh, so it was not much different. Teams are teams. <laughs> some have a ball and some don't. Right. And uh, uh, when I retired in January, I, I thought maybe we'd just kick back. And, and then in April, I became the mayor. And, and uh, <laughs> it's been an interesting role. I'm not going to tell you it's been an easy role. Right. Uh, the time commitment, the uh, from time to time contentious issues that you have to uh, try to work through. Um, but yet I've enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh, I believe this, the community of Brandon sometimes may or may not understand uh, all the workings of what the council goes through. I'd be the first to admit yeah. I lived there 43 years. I didn't realize what the city and what it takes to, I'd get up, get a glass of water, flush the toilet, call it good. There's a lot of work goes into getting the water and flushing right. the toilet. It doesn't just happen. Right? <laughs> it doesn't yeah. just happen. And uh, we've got a lot of great city workers, and uh, I'm impressed with the administrative team. I know from time to time they get put on a tough uh, situation. Uh, I think the, the council members work very hard to, to do what's right. And uh, so it's been a great experience, John, to, uh, uh, to see and work through. And, and I'm not going to lie. I wish the, uh, the city personnel were appreciated a little bit more than they are. And I think that that's something that we need to work to. Um, yeah. It's it's a, a group trying to, to lead in the right direction, and uh, um, I think at heart they, they want to, and I know this, that they want the city of Brandon to continue to grow and to flourish. Yeah. What would you say to somebody that's new to Brandon or thinking about coming to Brandon uh, about that? What might not people know about being a part of a community like Brandon that has grown so much in the last even you know, let's just say even 10 years, mm -hmm. how much it's grown and changed. What are some of the things that you'd want somebody to know just kind of upfront, kind of, hey, here, here's the deal. As your mayor, <laughs> here's some things that you well, might, might not know. That's a great question. Uh, I think, you know, first and foremost, and I think it's, you know, I, I mean, I don't think people move to Brandon necessarily for the city of Brandon, first and foremost. They move there a lot of times because of the school. And so I think you need to understand that our school district is, is, you know, viewed, I believe, as the number one school in the state of South Dakota, and, and, it, and it should be. Um, Dr. Larson, I'm, I'm very impressed, took over for George uh, Golson. Uh, he's, he's done a wonderful job. I, I marvel at his somewhat slogan of the Lynx way, because I think it, it portrays that you're going to do things the right way. And... I think that uh, the city of Brandon uh, is trying to do, it isn't easy. One of the challenges that you have as a city, even compared to a school, is the tax dollars in the state of South Dakota are divvied, your property taxes I'm speaking of, are divvied out at about 50 plus percent goes to the school and about half and half goes to the county and, and the city. So 
actually the city gets the least of the property taxes. So that puts a, a stress on the infrastructure of the community because the, the school may cause the growth, but the city has to participate in paying for that growth, water, sewer, yeah, those right. types of roads, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, uh, so, you know, we're, we're trying. And the greatest opportunity for, this, for, for Brandon is to grow your retail sector because sales tax dollars all stay within the city. You know, and, and buy Brandon is, is an important aspect yeah. of that. And I think you're going to start to see even a lot more retail development as the city is trying to catch up. Um, there's a development that Hague is, is starting on the west side, I think is, is going to be good. The, the plaza out by the interstate appears that it's going to fly. I haven't really seen a whole lot yet, but there are infrastructure things that are happening that I do believe are going to lead to more retail. And I think I think you're gonna you know you're gonna see more and more of that aspect of Brandon, and you know as we grow, show yeah. and right. uh, and I think that John is something that that hopefully people will embrace. You know it's pretty easy to jump into the car and drive into Sioux Falls and and uh, buy things. We all do that, but um, more and more opportunity I think is going to present itself that you can do that same thing in Brandon. I think from a governmental standpoint, um, you know, the city recognizes the the challenges, and the city administrator Brian Reed understands what needs to to happen. You know, we we got to continue to to uh, we're we're working hard on the, on the water filtration expansion that's going to happen. Uh, the, the sewer uh, uh, decision to to basically truck the the sewer into Sioux Falls has been a good decision. Probably going to have to expand that as capacity is reached on the line that, that we have. But plans are in place for that. Uh, the, the CARES Act and the monies that the federal government is is providing for infrastructure work is being used wisely. And I, I, think, uh, I think there's an understanding of what needs to be done. Um, Roads, you know, some of the core areas is really being worked at. There's a plan, and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna really plug Paul Lundberg, who was the mayor that that uh, you know, and Paul's done a great job with the school system and is the business manager. And I don't know how he was trying to do both jobs; it, it had to be pretty tough. So I respect him a great deal. But put a, put a nice capital improvement plan in place. The council's is really sticking with that, and uh, uh, needs to be updated, which we plan on doing. It's, you know, when you put a plan together, you got to you got to stay way ahead of yourself, and the right. and the city is doing that. So, I think if people stick with it, they're going to see continued uh, growth and development, and uh, and it's going to start to show over the next three to five years. Yeah. I I think community is a word that we all use. You know, I, there's there's a lot of elements to community, but. You, you mentioned our city staff employees work that work for us. You know, I, I think I just drive down, uh, you know, Holly, and I see just the the work that goes into watering the flowers and putting up the Christmas lights. I mean, mm-hmm. that's not a, that's a that's a job that everybody appreciates, but not many people say thank you for. How how would you or how would you say we could as citizens? This is a you know love your neighbor podcast. How could we how could we love on our city staff? What would be some good ways to meaningful ways to do that from your perspective? 
Well, I think the most important way is, and it's a two-way street, I think communication is, is a huge deal. I think there's a lot of misunderstanding, John, of what the intentions of the city are before the actual action is taken. And I think I would encourage people to to learn before they say. Uh, I think, uh, you know, we as a city have to do a better job of communicating what our intentions are. And, uh, you know, I, I, think, uh, I think those things are being worked at. But I think... Uh, uh, I, I would I would ask that there be more trust both ways, and uh, you know it's easy to be critical when you don't have full understanding of what what's being attempted. Growth is a very difficult thing. I've found out in my eight month or nine month tenure that there's two words that you don't don't like in government. That's called annexation and assessment, and. <laughs> They are a part of growth that I think is eventually inevitable. And so it takes understanding. It takes planning. Get involved. Uh, You know, we we have, uh, uh, you know, I don't, I I think a lot of times people overreact before they really know what what the intent is. And so I I think one of the things that I would ask people is, don't be afraid to, you know, to ask, listen, and get involved. It's yeah. it's important. You know, we're not gonna we're not gonna grow because of one or two people. We're gonna grow because of a community, and unfortunately, we have a great community. Yeah. You know, yeah. we've got we've got the pieces of the puzzle that you'd like to have for the most part, and that's why I mentioned the retail sector. We've got to grow that. Yeah. That that right. that's probably if I have a criticism of the forty plus years I've been. Living in the community, we, we haven't grown our retail sector the way we should have. You know, unfortunately, a lot of the best retail places that we have in in, in Brandon, there's a school or a church or something of that nature, and and that's great. But it's made it much more difficult to grow that mm-hmm. that side of um, of the community. Also, yeah, right, sure. Yeah, I think you know, and just kind of zooming out, you know, I think us being good neighbors to each other, but also then good neighbors to Sioux Falls and how that looks, how zooming out to kind of the Sioux Falls. I mean, I know you meet with mayors, you mm-hmm. meet with regularly with mayors of, uh, certainly of, of Sioux Falls. And yeah. You guys talk. Yeah. And, and that's been really fun. I mean, Mayor Tenhake and I have a great deal of respect. You know, I, I've met, uh, you know, the, the challenges Brandon has, I, I meet somewhat regularly with the mayor of Harrisburg. I mean, they're, Going through it, even to probably more challenge than than Brandon is. Uh, West, you know, the the city of Hartford's going through it. The uh, city of Crooks, which you probably yeah, uh, absolutely, you know, Colton. Uh, you, you can't drive. I, we we were looking at you know, at, 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 there's a small uh, home church meeting in, in Crooks, and I was there you know a couple of years ago, and you can't drive a block without having to stop for a ball running in front of you. There's yeah. kids running around all over. In yeah, it's you know, and, and I embrace Sioux Falls. I mean, I, yeah. I I look at we're lucky to be as close to Sioux Falls as we are, sure. yeah. and it's it's not us, and, and you know, it's become a metro area, and I think you have to you have to understand that whether you like it or not. It's yeah, we want to beat them in sports and this and that, but it's a metro area, and uh, it's it's not it's it's not going to change. We're not going to go backwards it's going to continue to that growth is going to con- continue you know i remember driving on rice street at you know you could as soon as you got out of this got by casey's it was 55 65 miles an hour all the way to yeah. you know to, to uh, uh 
you know, you got to the interstate, so to speak. Yeah. And so that's all going to change, and, and you're going to continue to see growth. Um, I always think about Bert and Odie and the Odie family that farmed, you know, west of uh, Brandon for so many years. Uh, I, I bet if they were still around, someone would go, whoa, what, what happened here? <laughs> uh, but it's, 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 yeah. it's growth. Well, Jim, I appreciate you being here today. Thank you for taking time to, yeah. to share and share your your passion and your life. And I want to thank you on behalf of uh, my family and all families in Brandon for your willingness to, to step up and, and serve in this role as mayor. Uh, I'm sure it's maybe not the retirement you planned on, but it's honestly, Jim, you, it's good for you. You're good at it, man. Well, it's been fun. I mean, I have. I've enjoyed it. It's um, um it's been fun to learn, and and you know I don't care if you're retired or who you are. Learning is still fun, and yeah. uh, it's the essence of uh, of of life. And uh, so it's uh, and like I said, John, <laughs> when you flush that toilet in in, a, in the morning, there's a lot more going on than anybody realizes. And, uh, and even when you flush it like three in the morning, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. No, so we got a great community. Uh, appreciate the yep. people of the community. Uh, you know, we've had certainly some issues that have, have, have been challenging, but I've had a lot of people say, hey, thanks for stepping up. And I appreciate that. And I appreciate you saying it. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's been, uh, it's been a very rewarding experience. And, uh, uh, you know, at some point here in the next couple of weeks, I've got to make a decision whether or not I'm going to run. Uh, there's days I think, yeah, there's days I think, you know, uh, maybe it's more time commitment than I'm willing to give, but uh, regardless, I've enjoyed it a great deal. Well, thanks, Jim. Have Thank you, Jen. Thank you for joining us on the Love Your Neighbor podcast. The purpose of the Love Your Neighbor podcast is to build community one conversation at a time. You can help us build that community by sharing the podcast on your social media channels and rating our podcast on whatever platform you're listening from. Another way is to let us know of any neighbors who have a story. Go Leaks! Go Leaks!